Hi, and welcome everyone to Open Mic with Kristen, where today we are taking our show on the road to the Narisa Fall Education Conference, where we feature educational attendees of the conference from all over the East. Let's get started. So tell us about yourself and um, your role with with the Narisa, and then what do you expect the participants to get out of it? Sure. I'm Dr. Chris Mansfield. I'm the executive director with the Northeast Risa. Mm -hmm. I'm a former superintendent in the Northeast and uh, have been the executive director for three years now. This conference is fantastic because it does several things. First of all, it gives the people in our region, in the Northeast region of North Carolina, a really good networking opportunity. Right. A lot of us, because of geography, don't really see each other that often. Mm -hmm. So this provides a really nice networking opportunity to collaborate and share ideas. Uh, it gives us an opportunity to hear some fantastic speakers. Like this morning, we had Dr. John Hodge. He was so good. He is fantastic. He In is. In the past, we've had uh, Weston Kisniak. We've had um, professors from East Carolina. We had... Um, all just over the last, I guess this is the seventh year of the conference, so we've had a number of just phenomenal speakers. We have Tabari Wallace tomorrow. Okay. Um, so that's another option. And the other thing is to share best practices mm -hmm. uh, among the districts. It uh, gives folks a chance in, in, in districts to share what they're doing with their colleagues across the region. And I like to think that it provides an opportunity for some people who maybe have never presented before, mm -hmm. a chance to get their feet wet, and then maybe they'll go on to present at other conferences, maybe larger statewide conferences, as opposed to just the regional. regional okay, so we did that. Yes. We did that last year with our podcast. Right. We spoke here, and then we went on to speak at, I believe it was two or three other places, Orlando. The first um, time is the hardest. That's right. And once you kind of get that under your belt, mm -hmm. I think then you feel more comfortable broadening your audience yeah. and broadening your message. Yeah. But so this, um, you know, the podcast that we have is a little bit unique because we have it district. Right. And so several other districts, after hearing us here and then in Orlando, locally in North Carolina have decided to start their own right. based on, you know, some ideas that sure. we had given. So you're right. I mean, it does just that, this conference, you know, it's, it's inspiring others um, right. based on, you know, the speakers. And I do remember your key speaker last year. He was really great. Um, we've had, gosh. I, it was Drummond. Yes. Because I actually last saw him. Was, yes. I saw him later on too. He's wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah, you always have great speakers. And so... We've been we, very fortunate in that regard. Yeah, so w this is something new we were decided to try this year is to, like, grab people sure. and ask them their experiences. And then hopefully you can use this footage, um, you know, on your Narisa page. Hopefully it will gain some other people that aren't sure what it is. Right. You know, and right. we hope for bigger and better attendance every time, of course. Well, and this is the biggest conference we've had. So we're, really? we uh, registered attendees were about 220. And wow. When we first started this, and uh, Paul may remember, we were just in the Pier House. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, One-day conference, and the weather was so bad, people were taking Dramamine because the Pier House was moving. <laughs> I'm swaying. And, That's um, awesome. So then we moved over here and not mm -hmm. did not use, but now we're so big, we have to use all four breakout rooms wow. to be able to accommodate yeah. the number of conference goers. So it's really grown. 
it's grown in the, the we used to have a hard time getting enough sessions now we really that's not a concern anymore that's we great. have vendors that are have been supporting us year after year after year mm-hmm. so it's really um, it's a great opportunity for the Northeast to showcase what's going on in, in their districts and their classrooms. Tell us, I am going to ask you just two little questions. What does leadership mean to you? Your, your thoughts on it. I think leadership means prioritizing the most important thing that has to be done. Okay. And then rallying the people around you to see that same vision. To accomplish, to, to meet those needs. Support, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and then you do that repeatedly as mm-hmm. you as you tackle one thing and you make one thing better, then you go to the next thing. And you, I think it's, yeah, I think sometimes leaders get too caught up in trying to do everything at once. Mm-hmm. And I think if you are, if you're a visionary, you see one thing at a time and you fix those things and you make that better for your your teachers, your employees, your students. Mm-hmm and your families in your in your district, then once you are able to put your resources towards that, then you move to the next thing. And you continue to do that. And leadership's just rallying the people to see that same vision and work in the same direction. This, that's a great point. You know, trying to get the right people on the bus going in the right direction. And that's what I think. Well, we've got a lot of fantastic leaders here. We can't wait we to do. talk more to we them. Do. What advice would you give to a new educator? Because you've been in this a long time. I have. <laughs> so. Um, take risks. Yeah. It's just like anything. The, the, the things you regret the most are the things you didn't try. Mm-hmm. It's just like Dr. Hodge said this morning. Look at every child as uh, an opportunity for greatness. Every child's got some secret, some magic within them, and then we all have to work together to try to unlock that. Mm-hmm. So take risks. See every child as an individual and get involved. You know, if you come to, if you just show up in the morning, do your thing, and then leave in the afternoon, you're missing so much of what the job as an educator provides. Yeah. An educator is, is tiring, it, you know, stressful, but you get so much back the from reward, it. Right? Yes, if yeah. you're willing to get involved, if you're willing to go meet parents and meet kids and 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 develop relationships with your colleagues and your parents and your students again be seen in that role of rallying to the cause and to the vision of what needs to happen to make your district successful for all your students i feel like it's um so important that we tell teachers you know the difference they make too my my son just started kindergarten did not want to go did not want to go looked at me day one and said please don't leave me here (laughs) and now two months in he's thriving he's learning he loves his classmates he loves learning and I tell his teacher all the time you're magic (laughs) because I could not do it and so I have such a my my kids love their teachers so thanks for all you do and holding this it's just wonderful thank you what did you expect to gain from the Narisa Leadership Conference? Sure. My name is Sammy Fudge. I'm Assistant Superintendent of Curriculum Instruction for Elizabeth City, Pasquotank County Public Schools. And what I'm hoping to gain from this leadership conference is just ideas and practices that we can bring back and share with our leadership team, with our teachers, building level principles that we can 
really revisit some of the things that we're doing in our classrooms and across our district. That's great. What does leadership mean to you? Responsibility. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yes. All right. So last one. Reflecting on our keynote Yes. this morning, he was so fantastic. What is some advice you'd give to a new educator? I think that one of the most important things that I would say is, one, you can't judge a book by a cover. All our kids have potential, and it's up to us as educators to bring that potential out of our students. That's great. I'm John Hodge. Um, I actually grew up in North Carolina, and uh, but I spent most of my educational career in Newport News, Virginia, okay. Virginia area. Uh -huh. 2023 is my 30th year. Yes. Why did you go into education? Was it kind of what you great, were saying in your? Great, it's a great question. Uh, just personal circumstances mm -hmm. made me think that that was a place that I could make a difference. Uh, I spent most of my time in college thinking that I was going to be a lawyer. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's the part I leave out of the story, but yeah. You should but, not leave that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, honestly, the real trigger for me to go into education was I was deployed um, to the L.A. riots. Okay. After the uh, Rodney King verdict. Wow. And we were just going around the city, South Central, and one of my best friends in the military was from South Central Los Angeles, and we saw all these kids, just nothing to do, just out, and just talking to them, I was able to relate to them in ways, it, it felt like I was almost like a kid whisperer, mm -hmm. and I thought, well, I'm pretty decent You're at pretty this. good <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I went into education, uh, and, and of course, as I said in my story, when my um, commanding officer told me to you know, go home and make a difference. Wow. Education is the best way, I thought. I miss. How long were you in the military? Uh, just close three, between three and four years. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. Well, you did make a difference. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> when did you decide to start, like, speaking, you know, telling your story? <sighs> speaking is weird for me because I, I don't look at myself as a speaker. Mm -hmm. But in my classrooms, for kids who could not read, I would tell them the stories. So I was a reading teacher, language arts, and it just became kind of natural. Um, but I have not been in the speaker world for for too long. I didn't start like public speaking with an agent till I was forty years old. Wow! Mm -hmm. I used to just show up and speak. So it does make you nervous. You're just. It does make me nervous sometimes. Uh, <laughs> like it, it, if I don't have the the butterflies, then I feel like I'm. I'm not, I need butterflies. Right. You know, like I need that passion. Your passion, I yeah. was going to say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always used to get nervous too. Yeah. But I think, I th so I used to speak in front of kids uh -huh. like yourself. Okay. I worked um, for the American Heart Association. Oh, wow, okay. And I, I used to have about 800 kids as my audience. And That's it actually audience. made me conquer my fear uh -huh. because it wasn't adults. But then when I finally went out and spoke to adults, you know, you're, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I can do this. Yeah, I just did yeah. it with all those Which kids. Which audience is tougher to you, kids or adults? For me, it was adults. <laughs> it was totally adults. <laughs> What'd you say? It's always adults. I feel that way too. Uh, like you can quiet them down, and I feel like kids are like captivated. So tell us about yourself, your district, and what do you expect to gain from the leadership conference? So I'm Dr. Norris Parker. I'm the chief academic officer of Beaufort County Schools. So we handle all matters in concerning curriculum and instruction. 
And what I hope to gain here, uh, I've been here several times at this conference. It's a tremendous networking opportunity as well as educationally. It's also a really good opportunity to see really um, spotlighted and highlighted better practices in terms of instructional strategies and, and practices here. I've, I've learned a lot of things over the years, ranged from robotics, now it's AI, just different things about um, doing interventions. Uh, we had a really neat piece a little while ago about student-led intervention programs, so it's a really good opportunity. So you definitely take some pieces home with you. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're excited to see those come into play in Beaufort County Schools. Okay, so tell us, what does leadership mean to you? A great many things um, because they're different types of leadership. So ideally, you want to be a strategic leader to be able to look at the long range of an organization or a school. On a day-to-day basis, it's about tactical leadership. Um, Mm -hmm. It is really about problem solving on the fly with appropriate staff members, students, not spending a lot of time assigning blame, Mm -hmm. but focus your time, effort, and energy in solving problems. That's great. Great answer. Okay, reflecting on our keynote, who was fantastic yes, this morning. absolutely. He stole my life story. I love it. Yeah. What advice would you give to a new educator? The important thing is relationships. And I think what he was driving at is our school should be havens of safety and of community and family for each and every student. And even if it's not the whole school environment, at least one adult can be that that changing factor in a student's life, um, regardless of position, rank, or, or otherwise. And during the during his entire presentation, I, I thought back to my upbringing, my group of friends, and the educators in our lives, and it still rings true to this day. And, and we may lose a lot of that um, because of technology, because of different things we went through in terms of the pandemic. But it really comes down to person-to-person contact and someone truly believing in you and speaking just positivity uh, in a student's life. It's truly important. And you never forget that person, right? Absolutely, you don't. You, know, you, know, you always remember your, your best and your worst. I, I always say never, no one ever remembers that multiple-choice test that changed their life. No. But they do remember that person who inspired person. them. Yeah. Absolutely. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Amanda Atwell. I started with Beaufort County Schools in January of this year. Mm -hmm. And from January through just about a couple of weeks ago, I was 612 Director of Curriculum. I am now K-12 Director of Curriculum. Awesome. What are you wanting to gain from the conference? Well, I think you get out of things what you put into them. So for me, I am coming in ready to learn as much as I possibly can. Obviously, I've just transitioned to the K-12 director role, so I'm hoping to learn a few new things for K-5 while I'm here since 612 was my former role. In addition to that, I'm hoping to get updated on all of the new laws and legislatures and all of that stuff, too. The one we just pulled you away from? Okay, great. Um, What does leadership mean to you? Leadership means being willing to get into the trenches with everyone around you with the end goal in mind. So in my professional and personal opinion, a leader has to be willing to do what everyone else, what he or she is asking everyone else in their building or in their district to do in order for leadership to truly be successful. That's awesome. Great answer. All right, so reflecting on the keynote this morning, who was fantastic, what advice would you give a new educator? Because you've been in education a long time. I have. You didn't really tell your background, but 
you have been a principal, you have been all these things, and so, right. I've been an elementary school teacher, Mm -hmm. a middle school teacher, a curriculum director, a principal, um, and now I'm at the district level, and I think what I would tell someone is you just never know the difference that you're going to make in a child's life. You can truly make or break their future, and even on days when it's difficult, you have to remember that. My name is Meredith Ward-Hill, and I'm the Northeast Digital Teaching and Learning Consultant with DPI. Okay, great. So you presented today, right? I did. And tell us um, a little bit about your presentation, and what did you want people to, you know, just get out of it, get out of your presentation? Sure. So my presentation was on generative AI, Mm -hmm. ethics and practice, Mm -hmm. and my goal was to help educators think about the potential of AI in helping prepare students for the job market that's changing so quickly. It was also to help educators think about the integration of AI into pedagogy in classrooms so that students are um, excited about harnessing this tool in ethical and responsible ways. And then one more um, goal that I had was to help superintendents and school leaders think about how they can begin to craft policy related to generative AI. Okay, great. Tell us, what does leadership mean to you? So leadership means serving to me. I feel like you can't be a good leader unless you have a relationship with the people that you're leading, and they need to know that your heart is for the students. They need to know that love is at the center of what you do and the decisions that you make. What did you do before you went to DPI? Were you a teacher? I was the district media specialist at Pitt County Schools, so I supported the library media program there, and I was a school media coordinator before that. My fourth child just entered Pitt County Schools. Wonderful. <laughs> it's a great place to it work It is. We're at Wintergreen. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So reflecting back on your presentation, what advice would you give to a new educator? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> so I think the first piece of advice would be to find a mentor somebody that you know that love is at the center of what they do as well, somebody who who still has a joy and a passion for teaching, and also I would encourage new educators to really work to balance their home work life and to, I know it's overwhelming, but to try to take it one day at a time, one task at a time, um, and to know that what they're doing is making a difference in the world and to hang on to that Mm -hmm. to think about to imagine one student in their mind that they can make a difference with every day and to um, build on those relationships maybe it's not so overwhelming when you just think about one right just making that one difference thank you so much for welcome thank you for having me thank you for listening to open mic with Kristen of bcs studio production to listen to all future and past podcasts Search Open Mic with Kristen on Spotify or Apple. Be sure to follow Beaufort County Schools on Twitter and Facebook, where we share all newly released podcasts. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like and follow to hear more celebrations of Beaufort County School students, teachers, and administration. Thank you again for joining. Think different. Think BCS. 